everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Life Chats with Liv B. I am Liv. It has been a week since I recorded the last episode, and it will obviously be exactly a week since you guys listened to the last episode. But if you have not listened to last week's episode, go listen to it because it will make this episode much more relevant. Maybe not. I don't know. But um, yeah, you should just listen to all the episodes because they're all good. But you know, if you have to pick one, go listen to that one first. Okay. So that being said, I did, when I was editing last week's episode, I ended up cutting out some of the parts that I did not envision myself cutting out because some things happened since that episode that I had to cut out because I'll tell you all about it. But um, yeah, so today it's just, it's just another one of those episodes where we're going to have a life chat. And it's like you guys are sitting right here in the empty chair next to me with a coffee smoothie of your own. And yeah, it's just like we're sitting down and I'm filling you in on my life because I have gotten quite a few messages recently with people just saying that they love the super casual, conversational, uh, kind of like update episodes where I just talk and it just helps you guys feel like you can get to know me a little more. And I'm totally cool with that. Totally fine with that. Um, I am still sick. (laughs) If you can tell by my voice, it is... Actually, wow, it's been three weeks now that I have had this cold. It's like I'm not exhausted. My body's fine. Everything's fine. My nose isn't even that runny, but I have this intense cough and like sinus pressure headaches. And the cough is ruining my life. Like, I have had so many more like calls and things that I've had to do speaking wise in the last couple weeks than I have in so long. And I am like trying my best to talk, and then my voice will just cut out and my throat will get really dry. And I just like my eyes start welling up and I'm like struggling to talk. And it's been brutal. (laughs) I've been having a lot of fisherman's friends. Uh, and yeah, I've, I had to cave and buy some Robitussin. I've never taken Robitussin in my life, but I was not sleeping. I literally like couldn't sleep for a second without waking up coughing. So I got some Robitussin. (coughs) There I go again. And yeah, it's gotten a little better, but if I breathe in too deep, it makes me cough. So that's the struggle we're dealing with right now. Um, but as you can hear, I got my glass straw in my glass mason jar, so it's clinking around. But I made the best smoothie ever this morning. It's like pretty hot in our house because it's freezing cold outside. So we're just kind of like barricaded in our house and the heat's blasting and it's it's real hot. I am so used to electric heat and we have like a, like a furnace in this house because it's an old house. And I find like old heating, just it's either cold or it's really, really hot. It's hard to get like a nice, comfortable, consistent temperature. But yeah, so anyway, I didn't feel like having a hot coffee. So I made a coffee smoothie. So basically what's in this, it's frozen banana, a little bit of protein powder. My favorite one is the Four Sigmatic unflavored protein powder. It's the only one that I use in smoothies because it truly is unflavored. Um, Some chocolate chips, some ice, some almond milk, a scoop of almond butter, and 
the pièce de résistance, which is a splash of vanilla coffee creamer. And it's my favorite Coffee Mate one. Um, it's like the, the Almond Bliss line of like dairy-free coffee creamers. And holy shit, this coffee or this smoothie is amazing. Like somehow it tastes like caramel and chocolate and not that much like coffee all at once, but there's like quite a bit of coffee in here. Anyway, it's giving me life right now. It is feeling so good in my throat. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so yeah. Um, hi, I'm just going to finish drinking this real quick, have some water, and then hopefully that'll get me through this episode. So be right back. Ah, okay. I'm back. So I have to clarify something right up front because I had so many people message me after last week's episode and be like, are you insane? Why do you want a third dog? And I'm going to be honest, when Greg and I recorded that episode, we straight up wanted a third dog. We have been talking about it since we got Hazel and realized that adding another dog into your life, yes, is a lot more work and stress, but also is just like so much more love. And anyway, it's just been the most rewarding thing. And so we were like, it would be amazing to have one more, have a little pack have them like there's just there are lots of benefits to having three dogs if one of them needs to leave then the other one still has company and just so many things like that so we did want three we wanted a little boy we wanted like just you know one to balance out the female energy anyway but then (laughs) something happened that I'm going to tell you guys about last week it was pretty much the worst day of my life it's actually the day that we recorded the podcast. If you remember, we said that we were going to Greg's parents' house that night for a party. And uh, something that I cut out last week <laughs> was Greg and I talking about how Willa, our older dog, like pooped on our deck. And this is important. Don't worry. I'm not just bringing this up for no reason. And there was a whole segment in the podcast episode where we were talking about like how weird it is that she pooped on our deck because she's not a puppy anymore. She's like so potty trained. She doesn't have accidents. She would never do that. She would have just like kind of woofed at the door until we brought her in and then we would go at the front door and she would do her business outside. There's absolutely no reason why she would ever do that on the deck. And then we also talked about in that episode how she was just like dead asleep that day, like really, really asleep after our walk and how nice it was that it was like quiet and whatever. So I ended up cutting those things out in like editing and post-production because (laughs) that night I'm going to like tell the full story basically of what happened to Willa because um, I got a lot of messages of people asking what exactly happened because I shared a little bit about it on Instagram, but like not the full story and it's a little confusing. So Basically, we go to Greg's parents' house for a party. And before we left the house, so we were originally going to bring Hazel, who's like our little puppy, because we wanted everyone to meet her, like everyone who's going to the party. And she's generally really good around other people. But we were like, maybe we should bring Willa because she's sometimes like kind of iffy around um, like strange men, like men that she's never met before. Not usually if it's like on the street or anything like that, but if she's in a house and then like a man comes up to the front door, she'll usually bark very loudly in kind of like a protective way, 
she's never been like aggressive or anything like that. She's more so just kind of like, whoa, like who the F is coming up to the front door. Um, and so we were like, maybe we should bring her. I just had this like weird nagging feeling inside that we should bring Willa and leave Hazel at home. And leaving Hazel at home is kind of a big deal because she pretty much freaks out the whole time. We have a camera that we can like see and hear what she's doing. And she literally just like screams the whole time we're gone. So it's really sad. But for some reason I was like, okay, I feel like we need to leave Hazel. So we get to his parents' house and she seems like fairly normal. And then people start arriving and she was being like really kind of like skittish and, and like barky and like a little, I don't know, just like, just like off around everyone not just the men like around young women and like that's never happened before usually if there's a woman who's like hi she's like oh my god I love you you're my best friend um and it's only ever been like tall men with like a really deep voice that she's kind of been like a little off about but this was everyone like she was being very weird around everyone and we were like okay I guess it's a good thing we brought her because she clearly needs to work on this So we were like giving her treats and just, you know, working on her training and stuff and getting her used to other people. But she really wasn't warming up to people. And like if they would kind of put their hand down, she would back up really quickly, but then like back up into us or like kind of sit against us and like lean into our legs. And like it was kind of weird behavior. So we were like, oh, this is weird. She's like very anxious right now. And people kept coming in and we were like working on it for like a good solid hour but she really wasn't warming up to people. Like she was being quite weird and seemed very anxious. And I was like, okay, this is so not like her. Like she is honestly the most chill dog. And I've said that since she was a puppy, like she's always just been so chill. She knows how to just sit there. And like, she usually loves people. Like she's just like, she's a very chill dog. So at one point, I took her into the front room and I sat her down on the couch. I was like, okay, we're just going to have a little, like a little talk here. I sat her down. I was like, I patted the couch, like come up on the couch. And she jumped up and the couch is like really like super soft. And like, it's kind of like, you know, it's hard to stand on it. I'm sure as a dog. And she kind of was like walking around weird and like her foot got stuck in the cushion and she was like falling over. And I was like, that was weird. Like, all right, well, let's sit down. So she sits and she's like panting a lot. And I was like, okay, she seems really anxious. And I was like a little worried. So I was like, are you okay? Like we can just take a breather here. It's all good. I was like rubbing her back and stuff. And she just like was getting more and more like panty and uncomfortable. So I was like, oh, maybe she needs to go outside. Before we went outside, we were standing at the front door and I was putting my shoes on and she squatted as if she was going to start like pooping on their Santa rug. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I like kind of scooted her outside. And that's super weird too, because I was like, okay, she must really have to go. Like, that's so weird. She would never do that. She can always hold it like for 10 seconds while I put on my boots. So I take her outside and then all of a sudden we like get out on the front lawn and she just like all right, we're just, we're just going there. If anybody does not like graphic gross, it's not graphic, but like bodily fluid stories, maybe turn it off here. But she basically just like has diarrhea on the lawn. So I was like, oh God, like she probably, I don't know, had too many treats or just like her stomach was feeling kind of weird. She's anxious. And, um, but then it happened again and she like, it was just a lot. 
And then Greg came outside and I was like, oh, I think Will is not feeling well. Like no wonder she seemed kind of panty. I think she just like really had to go to the bathroom. And then she like went into the driveway and like laid down on the freezing cold ground and like wanted a belly rub. And I was like rubbing her belly. And then all of a sudden she started just drooling profusely like it was literally she's not a drooly dog and it was like dripping out of her mouth like just all over the ground like she like opened her mouth and it was just like drool like just flowing out and I was like okay something's wrong like she's gonna be sick walks back over to the lawn just throws up so much like I have never seen so much vomit in my life it was like I don't even think she ate (laughs) that much food. Like, I'm not kidding. It was like the whole contents of her whole body just came out. It was disgusting. And so Greg like walks back inside to get more bags. And then she throws up again. And I was like, okay, we're taking this girl home. Like, she needs to just be in her own bed. Like, this is not going well. So we left the party pretty quickly. We like (laughs) forgot all our stuff there. Put her in the car. We were like, okay, we're going to go home. We're going to put her to bed. Like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. So we go home, Greg goes inside to get Hazel, who's like freaking the fuck out, like just screaming and like, like hyperventilating. She just, she's a puppy. She hates being left alone, even though she's fine. She had her toys. She was in her, her happy place, like her bed. She's just freaking out. And when he goes inside, I was getting Willa out of the car. So I go around to the back, open up the door and I like patted my leg. I was like, come on. And she kind of like hopped off the seat onto the floor, like half, almost like fell and then stepped on the, like the snow clearing brush. (laughs) If you guys don't live somewhere where there's a winter, you won't know what this is, but everyone has this car scraper that basically has like a brush on one end. And she like kind of put her foot down on it and she was like wobbling. And I was like, okay, what are you doing? Like, why are you, come on, like get out of the car. So she jumps out of the car and this is literally just the worst moment of my life. I've never been more scared than I was in this moment. She like jumped out of the car and just fell. Like I've never seen her. She's the most agile dog. She can like scale cliffs. I'm not even joking. She like, as you know, we talk about it all the time. She like booked it through the woods, like weaving in and out of trees. She's the most sure-footed dog ever. And she like jumped out and like took a step and just collapsed onto the ground. And I was like, Uh, immediate panic but I was like I helped her up and I was like it's okay like we're okay we're sitting we're sitting I was like that was weird maybe it was ice like trying not to panic and so I tried to like get her up to to walk again and she was just like just stumbling like she could not walk and I like screamed for Greg even though he was inside the house and I was outside and um then I called him and he was like coming out and I was like you need to put Hazel back in like we have to go to the emergency right now and uh he was like whoa uh like why and hazel's like freaking out trying to run over to see willa like jumping all over us she's literally like shaking hyperventilating because she's like what's going on why is everyone so panicky like she's panicky herself and so i i called my sister and i was like can you come over and like watch hazel for a bit she's just like having her own issues but we have to take willa to the emergency vet greg like puts like lets her out for a pee and then puts hazel back in her crate and we felt so bad but at the same time i just like couldn't even think about that i was like she's literally fine like nothing's wrong with her she's just being a brat and so he was like what's wrong and then i was like can we just have to lift willa into the car and like as i said that she like 
took a step and just like fell over again. And he was like, oh my God. So he put her in the car and then we drove to the emergency vet, got stuck behind the slowest huge 18 wheeler truck for so long. I cannot even describe like when you're trying to drive slightly over the speed limit to get your dog to the emergency vet, because I honestly thought she was having a stroke. Like I didn't know what was happening and I didn't know if it was like a time sensitive thing or what was going on. And this friggin' truck pulls out right in front of us, even though there was no cars behind us and is like slowly trying to make it up this hill. And we were like just seething at that point. And then we get to the emergency vet. Greg's like carrying her in and they were amazing. We got there and right away, the woman at the front desk, there was like a few animals in there and the woman at the front desk ran over and she's like, what's wrong? And I, at this point was just like, I could barely talk. I was like, my dog like got sick and now she can't walk. And I'm like trying to explain it. And she was just so calm. She was like, okay, like we're just going to check her out right here. We're going to assess her, see what's going on. When there's like a medical situation and you're just a normal person who knows nothing about anything but how to take care of pets or especially if it's like your kid or a person like having a nurse or someone who's trained to know the signs of really, really bad things say like, I'm here, we're going to assess your dog. Just best feeling ever. It just like, <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so um, she was like checking her eyes and like her reaction times and like kind of like watching her try and walk. And everyone in the, like, the lobby was looking at Will and they were like, oh, God, like, what is happening? Why is this dog, like, stumbling around? And uh, she was like, is there any chance the dog could have ingested marijuana? And we were like, no, like, we don't even have, I have literally the only thing I have is CBD in, like, a childproof bottle in a top shelf in our kitchen, like, and that doesn't even hardly have any THC in it at all. So I was like, no, I, we don't have any at home and, like, we were watching her the whole time at our party and everything. Like she didn't eat anything. And, uh, she was like, well, did you go on a walk or anything? And we were like, yeah, actually we went on a walk at like 1 PM today, but that was at this point, it was like seven, eight hours ago. So we were like, eh. and she was like, okay, well, you know, this kind of behavior, I'm just going to tell you right now is like, we've been seeing it a lot since the legalization of marijuana, um, we've been seeing these symptoms a lot in dogs and like, it's, it's across the board, like always the same kind of thing. So anyway, she was like, we'll get you checked in and we'll get your room and all this stuff. So we were at the emergency vet for like, I think it was like four hours, three and a half, four hours. Um, we got triage cause there was like a bunch of animals that came in that were, um, like more severe cases, like a cat who was having trouble breathing and a dog who ate chocolate and had to get its like induced vomiting. So there was like being there honestly is so stressful. It's like being in a, a regular emergency room, I guess. But um, yeah, just like being in that sort of situation, like seeing all those pets come in who were like sick, it was honestly awful. But anyway, so we were there for quite a while and they ended up doing like blood work and stuff to make sure that, you know, it wasn't anything else, like any kind of like low blood sugar issues or like if she had any kind of wonky levels or anything like that. And so basically <laughs> they chalked it up to her probably finding like an edible weed candy or like some sort of edible product on our hike. And 
the place that we go hiking is like probably frequented by teenagers and younger people and stuff. So it's not inconceivable that she might have found something that someone had dropped on the ground. And they said it would most likely be an edible product because those take a lot longer to kick in. And then as we started thinking about it, and when I was editing the podcast and listening to us talk about all these things, I was like, okay, so incontinence, like not being able to hold your um, bladder or bowels is a symptom of marijuana toxicity in pets. And that would explain why she like pooped on the deck and didn't even seem to realize that she did it. Like she didn't seem sad about it, which is very odd because if she's ever had an accident, you can tell she knows she did the wrong thing. Um, And then like she was, when we said she was like so sleepy, I'm talking like that afternoon when she was asleep on the couch, Greg dropped a glass. Like it made such a loud noise and she can literally wake up from hearing like someone tiptoe at the other end of the house. Like she's still a very alert sleeper and she didn't even open her eyes when he dropped the glass. So she was like so asleep. And then just the way she was acting, like being very kind of off and like unsteady and like anxious around people. Um, does it's not like it took seven hours to see any symptoms at all it kind of was like building up all these symptoms that we didn't realize were symptoms until she started not being able to walk so basically marijuana is super toxic to pets just like you know chocolate is toxic to dogs but it's fine for humans and um yeah apparently it's just been like super common there was a dog in to the emergency vet right before us who had the exact same thing and yeah apparently like just since they legalized it and in other places where it's legalized um, or like where it's, I guess, maybe more prevalent. I've had people messaging me on Instagram who are from like Colorado and um, California saying that this happened to their dog or their friend's dog. And a bunch more people message me who live in Nova Scotia where I live. And they were like, yeah, this happened to my dad's dog or my cousin's dog or whatever. So yeah, it was honestly, it's fine now because we know that it really wasn't looking back on it. Obviously it wasn't anything as bad as it could have been. You know what I mean? Like it, it is a common thing to happen, even though it is really scary. And when we got home, we basically like, we had to take her out a few times cause she kind of felt like she was going to be sick again or have to use the bathroom. And so we had to kind of like help her up and down the stairs because she really, it's kind of like someone who's super, super drunk and they just like can't walk. It was kind of like that. So we had to help her up and down the stairs. And then we basically just like put her to bed and she was passed out the whole night. Like she didn't wake up once, um, which was nice because then we could all get some sleep. It was really late at that point. But yeah, so that's what happened to Willa. (laughs) I when we were sitting there because we were waiting like two hours to see the actual vet and Willow was just kind of like laying on the ground for a lot of it so I just snapped a quick picture of her and wanted to update people like we're at the emergency vet we're not sure what's wrong like this these were the symptoms um just because you know Willa has a lot of internet fans and people who are really invested in her so um I wanted to update them and then yeah afterwards I did do a little post saying like she's feeling much better this is what they think it was but people are still messaging me wanting to know a bit more details so I wanted to tell the whole story (laughs) uh this is just you know just a, a random episode of my podcast and if you're not interested uh in dogs doing drugs then I'm sorry but yeah so that was my my last weekend and then 
this week has honestly been, I know it's probably just because I'm hypersensitive to it, but this week has honestly been just such a weird week for dog things. So we went on a walk a few days later with um, Greg's friend and his dog Boone, who's a golden retriever puppy. He's like, I think he's like eight months. And he was saying that Boone was like, had been for the past couple of days profusely drooling and it was really weird and he called some vet offices to get like a bunch of opinions and they all kind of said the same thing that it's likely that he got like a cut on his gums or something and it's just like making him drool more but then a few days later he like woke up and Boone was like really stiff like I don't know he was just like really stiffened up so he obviously took him right away to the vet and they found out that he has something called a hot spot which is like a bacterial infection that dogs can get under their fur. So it's still like outside of their skin, but it's like you can't really see it that well when they're first covering it. And it's spread from like his torso up to his neck. Like it's this huge, huge area. It's all red and they had to put him under anesthetic in order to shave it because I guess it was probably just super painful and he was like really stiffened up and stuff. And he had to be on antibiotics. And so he's doing much better now because antibiotics tend to kick in really quickly. But so there was that. And then this week there was two. So there was one big raid of a puppy mill in um, Nova Scotia. They seized, like the police and the SPCA seized 35 dogs and puppies that were just in horrifying conditions. Um, Obviously it's a puppy mill. So they basically just like breed dogs with no regard for like health or anything like that. Like they were, there's puppies who are like blind and deaf and like emaciated and just like ones that were really, really hungry and just sick. And um, so they like raided that. And now the SPCA has 35 new dogs and puppies that they're trying to take care of right now. So that was a big thing. People were trying to like get donations for that. And then The next day, there was another one in New Brunswick with 53 dogs and puppies. And yeah, so this week, honestly, was just weird, weird vibes for dogs. Like, I just have felt very, like, paranoid and off and, like, just so confused about how, like, I don't know. Dogs are just such lights in this world, and I don't understand how there can be so many bad things. Um with dogs they don't deserve it but will is doing much better she's back to her old self i'm super paranoid about going on walks now because i'm so scared that she's going to pick something up but um you can't live your life in fear obviously and now that we know what to look out for we can kind of like really make sure that if there's anything that seems off or like different with her that we're paying attention to it what else what else happened this week? Oh yeah, three episodes are up of my other podcast with my friend Katie called No Trash Talk, um, the zero waste themed podcast. And we have two holiday episodes up and, and then one kind of intro episode about zero waste. You should definitely subscribe to that podcast. It's really good. And we're having so much fun doing it. It's going really well. I honestly, I have just not been taking care of my health the way I need to. I had to like cancel this event that I was supposed to do last weekend. Um, Part of it was because I was just like exhausted and emotionally drained from the whole Willa thing. But um, I woke up like that morning and I just, I had not slept. I couldn't stop coughing. Like it was a food event that I was supposed to do. And I had to just say, I'm so sorry, but I can't do this. Um, 
you can't be like coughing all over the place when you're serving people food. That's disgusting. So I had to cancel that. I felt so bad. And I've just had to so many times just put like (laughs) my health aside and say, okay, I'm just going to do this one more thing, or I'm just going to go on one more walk with the dogs, or I'm just going to like go to this one event, or I'm just whatever. And I just keep pushing myself and I just don't think I'm resting enough, which I pretty sure is why this cold is hanging on so long. This time of year, there's just so many parties and gatherings and like things that you just have to do and you have to keep pushing yourself to do. And like last night we had Greg's sister's birthday and then we got to take the dogs out for like a little hike and then um, we're going out for a birthday lunch. And then tomorrow we have Greg's um, real estate Christmas party for um, the agency that he works for. And that'll be a late night. And then Sunday, I have like my dad's birthday lunch. And then next week, it's just back into the swing of things. I just haven't had a break and I haven't allowed myself to take a break. And I think it is negatively impacting my health. And I think I need to maybe this week really focus on giving myself a couple days to just rest and let myself heal. Because yeah, oh, it's just been like physical and emotional stress on my body and it's been a lot. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, especially if you guys are in university and it's like exam season right now. I can remember I was talking to one of my friends recently and we were just thinking back on this time of year when you're in school and it's just such an absolute nightmare. (laughs) And like you can't even think about the holidays or Christmas until you're done your exams because you just have to be in school mode and I am so glad I am out of that. (laughs) I did. I don't miss that at all. I think that's going to be the update for this week. Let me know if you guys have requests for future episodes. Like seriously, send me a DM and tell me what you want me to talk about because I am so flattered that so many of you guys like this podcast, but I really, really want to make sure that I'm talking about things that you like because when I just sit here and talk about my life, I really do feel super narcissistic and like nobody cares and I I really feel like I shouldn't be doing that, but that's like seems to be what people keep asking for, so I'm doing it. But if there are any topics or like anything you want me to talk about, questions you want me to answer, anything, send me a DM. That is going to be everything for today. Thank you so much for listening. I do have to go because my throat is like so scratchy right now and it hurts, but thank you for sticking with me this whole time if you're still listening. I love you guys so much. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you who listened to this podcast. Also to everyone who has left a rating and review on iTunes. I appreciate it so much. If you haven't left one yet, I would love if you could just leave a little a little review or a little rating for me to see um, because there's no comments on podcasts. I'm so used to being able to see comments and feedback on each video and it's super helpful. But with podcasts, you don't have that. So um, it's nice when I get little reviews and stuff of people saying things about the podcast because it is super helpful. So that is going to be it. Thank you so much for being here and I will talk to you all next week. Bye.